With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sheriff Spotlight with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Highlighting the office and deputies dedicated to providing law enforcement services and maintaining the trust and support of Rockingham County citizens. All while keeping neighborhoods and communities safe. Thanks for joining us again for Sheriff Spotlight for our July 2022 edition. I'm your host for today's show, Lieutenant Kevin Souther, Public Information Officer for the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. And with me today is Sheriff Sam Page. Glad to be back. Just got back from the North Carolina Sheriff's Association. This year uh, is the 100th anniversary of the North Carolina Sheriff's Association. So, you know, if you support the North Carolina Sheriff's Association, we appreciate you doing so. Is you, you work and you, it helps support sheriffs all across uh, North Carolina uh, to make sure we professionalize the training and, and all the other initiatives we're, we're working on to make sure that we protect and serve our citizens across this great state. And so, uh, trivia question, how many sheriffs are there in North Carolina? There are 100. There are 100? There are 100. Um, I don't know exactly. We have several sheriffs that are retiring, mm -hmm. but, but we have, currently we have 100 sheriffs, sworn sheriffs, that are, that are serving the citizens across North Carolina. Okay, that's cool. And we have 100 counties in Rocky. There's one counties. per county. That's right. Okay, so uh, I know that you guys get together uh, uh, once a year to talk about, uh, you know, uh, brainstorm ideas, new ideas, and, and, and kind of network on problems <coughs> that you're all seeing in your various agencies and so on and so forth, and that you face as agency heads. Um, were there any in, in new technologies? You know, they showcase new technologies and stuff. Was there anything really cool that stands out? More, more so this time. It was more conversation on the legislative process. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the new laws into effect. You know, uh, one thing that came about is currently, if I want to hire a deputy, mm -hmm. or I want to hire a detention officer, or we want to hire a telecommunicator, that starting July one of next year, they have to be certified before they can perform those duties. You know, for for many, many, many years, you could actually hire a deputy, mm -hmm. and you have one year to have that deputy certified through the state certification process under BLET, but that person could be basically in training for a year and go to work. As long as you got them through the necessary- Field training. Yeah, yeah. field training and stuff. Uh, and, and it's the same thing with detention officers. And you know, last year, last year was a big push on law enforcement reform, and to continue to professionalize. And this was brought up, uh, this was probably brought up two years ago. And so it's a direction that the Sheriff's Training and Standards was looking at. Mm -hmm. And so effective, like I said, effective July 1 of next year, that if you want to work in law enforcement, uh, you, can know, you can be hired, but you, can, but you have to be like a shadow. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't perform the duties. You can't perform the duties, that's right. the key thing. Yeah. And that will require certification. So uh, it's interesting. Um, a lot of your smaller, uh, a lot of your smaller sheriff's offices, uh, that you know, when we lose staffing and stuff like this, mm -hmm. trying to get that staffing field with qualified, certified people, uh, is going to be tough. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be change, 
But the thing is, but, but that's the direction we're going to move in. Now, there was also a push to communicate with the presidents of every community college across North Carolina to encourage them to run these, these BLET classes as often as they can and also to run the uh, detention officer classes. Mm -hmm. uh, try, if, for example, surrounding us is you know five counties mm -hmm. and and if they have a community college if they're every other if every other month they're running a the class then there should be no reason why you shouldn't be able to get your person there even if they have to drive to forsyth or alamance Into county the they still class. can get certified right. you get them certified that's pretty right. quick after hiring them all right well that's uh good news um you guys uh, uh i know have to deal with a lot and uh, uh that being said the uh, yeah, like I said, was there any cool technologies or anything up there? I know that they um, usually have a well, lot of they had stuff, they but. had about fifty vendors because of the space that we're at because they didn't have they only had so much space for the vendors. Um, most of the, uh, most of the technology that I, that that I, I deal with just a little bit are your are your software mm -hmm. uh, companies and stuff like this. Now, um, Timmy Nichols and, and, and Derek Southern, mm -hmm. who are IT people for the mm -hmm. county. Uh, I refer them uh, so they can communicate, mm -hmm. but they're more the IT persons and, and talk about our software programs that we utilize that will help us to enhance what we do in our records keeping and management. Oh, so right. so that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, they did have the persons from Axum, which deal with the tasers, which mm -hmm. deal with the body cameras, which I'm always uh, interested in seeing how the body camera technology is working. Uh, it's evolved so much in the past few years. Well, the, yeah. new ca the new camera systems we use now, you know, of course, is, you know, a lot of it loads to the cloud, you know, mm -hmm. storage, and storage is a big expense issue. Yeah. But uh, these cameras we have now, because we're, we're like two and a half years into our uh, contract, but these new cameras have a wider uh, angle, mm -hmm. and also my understanding is they have a better audio reception. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but the the better the tech, the better the technology, the the better the camera system, the better the rec the uh, audio system you have, the better you can document things that occur that when you're out there in the field. Absolutely, and, and that's totally. And you know, the body cameras, uh, the whole air issue behind body cameras was to make sure that we protect the public, mm -hmm. and we protect the agency, mm -hmm. and we and we give a, a, the a yeah, and the officers, and and give and the deputies, and, and give a uh, representation of, of basically what has happened out in the field. Exactly. Now, here's something interesting, that, and I don't know if I told you this uh, last time I found out about this, but I made some more inquiries. But on the new camera technology, and Roy, you're gonna love. It, if, say, for example, you're you're a deputy or a police officer, and you have to use force, uh, you have to pull your taser or you have to pull your firearm out. So when you do, it's got an electronic trigger that basically cuts your camera system on. Now, automatically, it will also when you're downloading, it will let the download receiver will let you know that there were other cameras there. So it shows on, up on the program when you're when, on the documentation. But also, if one of my deputies. We don't have that type of system that initiates once you pull your weapon or your taser. But if we're there on scene, it will capture your camera and, and cut yours on also. So it's going to take out a lot of this, you know, I forgot, or why didn't the camera, why wasn't it cut on? Well, it, it will be an automatic when the use of force issues, because when the weapons or the tasers are utilized, the cameras will come on. Any other time, you have to you have to tap it to cut it on. But I think it's a pretty innovative way uh, uh, to document activity, particularly when use of force issues arise. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's move on to our next topic, which is we've been getting a lot of reports of new scams going on in the area. The most recent, uh, someone posing, calling, claiming to be you and I a, talked the other day a about deputy this. with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. 
Jury duty. Uh, the yes, the jury duty scam. Uh, what they do there? Yeah, tell them what they go ahead. And tell well, them. what they do this there is they they tell the person <laughs> that they've missed jury duty. They're a deputy such and such with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. Mm -hmm. That they're calling because they've missed jury duty, and there's a fine associated with that. However much money they decide to come up with, then they try to talk you into what? going and buying a, a gift card. Gift card at. Well, one of the stores. One of the stores, yes. Yeah, usually one of the more popular gift cards, Amazon, eBay, one of those kind of... And what do, you do, what do they want you to do with that? They want you to call them back and give them the number off of the back of it. And so once, they can and once say, for example, you, say, for example, you got scammed and you, and you bought a card for $500 and you give them the numbers off the back, what happens then? Oh, they transfer the balance off of the card like immediately. Like that. Exactly. And so, 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 that, so it's, a, it's a quick scam. Well, they do that now because, uh, you know, they used to have you go to Western Union and wire the money. But uh, there was a lot of lawsuits brought against Western Union, and Western Union now trains their employees about how to look out for scams and stuff like that. So now a Western Union person will ask you, you know, what are you getting these monies for? Or why are you wiring these monies? The here purpose. For? Yeah. Um, but who's ever asked you why you were buying a gift card? at any store. Nobody does. And so that's their new way unless to get the you, money Unless from you're buying about 100 gift cards. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. But uh, so that's the newest one. We don't do business like that, obviously. We're not going to, um, you know, tell you pay us money or we're going to lock you up yeah. or anything like that. Um, if, say, you owed $400 on a speeding ticket and we have to arrest you and you've got $400 in your pocket, you're going to have that $400 in your pocket when you get out of jail. And then you can go over here to the clerk's office and pay <coughs> off your ticket. We don't accept the money. That's not the way things work with that. Well, so basically, if, if, if we have a paper that get, authorizes us a warrant or an order for arrest, we will come to your house. Exactly. We will be in uniform. Uh, we won't call you and tell you we're coming. And we're not going to give you an ultimatum. Right. Or any, that's never, just not the way We never works. receive any monies or anything. Can, cannot take any monies in exchange for uh, that's that is a scam, but it but it's, but again, like I said, it's it comes around about every year. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, now you had that scam. Now there's another scam. You've heard where it's like a grandparent. Uh, I'm your grandchild. I'm, I've been locked up, and I'm either in a foreign country, or I'm in uh, in another state mm -hmm. far away, mm -hmm. and I need money. And and a lot of times people appeal to these to grandparents and our seniors and take advantage of them. So they're more uh, trusting. Yeah. You know. So just be aware that there yeah. are scams out there. And, you know, there's a scam every day. Social Security scam is pretty popular right now. And what they'll do with that is they'll call you and tell you that they're part of the, they're with the Social Security Administration and that they have detected fraudulent activity connected to your Social Security number and that they have suspended your Social Security number. <coughs> well, that's mm -hmm. not the way that that works. Uh, Social Security number is kind of like a serial number that the government assigns to you at birth. It's not like a credit card where it can be canceled. Um, but what the, the first thing they're going to want you to do is, uh, what's your name, Social Security, you got to verify you. So what's your name, Social Security number, date of birth, address, everything that they need basically to get credit in your name sent to them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the scam with that. Don't ever give out any of your information over the phone. Um, the same thing is going on now with various banks. They'll call you and they're just basically playing the odds. Uh, Say we'll pick one, uh, Wells Fargo Bank. They'll well, say that they're with Wells Fargo, hoping you've got an <coughs> account there. And they'll say there's been fraudulent activity. I need for you to give me your name and your bank account, and I need to verify who I'm talking to. Well, most people. And won't, as soon as they do, then. Well, most people won't follow up because of embarrassment, and a lot of times right. they they don't tell anybody till later. Right. And then and then by like I said, once they give just like the cards, once they give a person a gift card, numbers 
it's done. It's now, done. now yeah. if, if your credit card, if your credit cards are stolen, stuff like this, you know, you know, if you report it, it's only a certain limited amount of liability. Was it like fifty dollars? Yeah. Once you report it, you do need to do a police report that if you ever have your identification or your or your or your credit cards um, stolen, mm -hmm. please uh, notify your local law enforcement agency right away, and then notify your credit card company so they can shut those cards off because there's just a limited liability there. And when people start calling me about these scams let me know because I like to let the public know so we hope that nobody falls victim to them but uh, um, you know I, I'm asked the question a lot of times why lieutenant why can't you do anything to stop these and that's because the vast majority are coming from overseas um, I know that it looks like a local number when you pick up the telephone the first hurdle that the scammers have to get past is to get you to pick up the phone so basically it's a big big deal overseas now. They've got a lot of money in it. They've got computers that are running generated uh, numbers that make it look local area codes. Yeah, how many, times you, how many times you get a number? I had one time that I had my own number call me. Yes, I've had that you happen know? before. Um, you know, they call it spoofing the telephone number, spoofing the uh, caller ID. So yeah. most of it's coming from overseas. Wait till, um, wait till, wait till, wait till you get to, to, to the uh, Social Security age and stuff like this, mm -hmm. you know, Medicare age. Yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll get the calls. <laughs> well, look, look, let me throw something else at you. Another thing, another problem we've seen over the past couple months is uh, cars not being locked at places mm -hmm. such as like your walking trails mm -hmm. around the county. Um, we've got some reports of persons going going into cars and, and taking valuable items. If you are uh, going to any of these walking trail areas, or, or even the shopping centers or whatever, mm. or any other place Parks. around town, yeah, we've had lock them, yeah. your doors. When you get home at night and you park your car, if you don't park in a, in a, in a garage and shut your doors, uh, if you just park it in the driveway, what should you do? Lock your doors. Because most times, you know, our criminal types, they're riding through neighborhoods looking, and they're just taking a chance that it might be something of value. Criminals are lazy. That's why they're criminals. Uh, they, they will seek the path of least resistance. Least resistance, exactly right. And so they'll get out and they'll sneak up to your car and they'll pull the car door latch. And if a car door didn't come open, then they're going to move on to the next car and then the next car. And so locking your car door is the simplest thing that you can do as a crime prevention technique to keep people from going through your cars. Well, let me let me let me jump on something here. It's, it's bothering me. It's bothering me. Um, it's dealing with the illegal drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, this this week I was at the Sheriff's Association and Josh Stein, who's our attorney general, was there and he was talking about the uh, prescription medication where the attorney generals across the country have sued the uh, pharmaceutical companies for millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and there will be some payouts from that, uh, from the from the addiction issue that was created by these prescription opioid meds. Okay, mm -hmm. but what what was not discussed was concerning me was the fentanyl and the heroin, mm -hmm. the two primary drugs that are taking lives every day across Rockingham County and across the state, across this nation. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in uh, May, 1st of May, I was in um, Arizona, mm -hmm. Cochise County, Arizona. And you remember when I did the video and I was beside the, the fence area and mm -hmm. I pointed and said, this is where you have to stop it. Mm -hmm. We can't wait until the fentanyl and the heroin gets to Rockingham County to stop it. Mm -hmm. It spreads out. Mm -hmm. We've got to stop it at its source. Okay, mm -hmm. and you know, last year I'm, I repeat the numbers: 108,000 people, my understanding, died due to overdoses of heroin and fentanyl last mm -hmm. year. 108,000 people. That's about one every five minutes. If you listen to radio like I do, and you do, mm -hmm. at night I listen to radio. During the daytime, I listen to radio, and I hear, "Go to this call in whatever area of the county it is for possible overdose." 
And then I listen is, do we get there in time? Do we Narcan the person in time? Were we able to save the person's life? And most times we can. Mm -hmm. Most times our first responders, our volunteer firefighters, our paramedics, our law enforcement get there in the nick of time, mm -hmm. but not always. Mm -hmm. And then when that person dies, that person is somebody's family. Mm -hmm. And you know, it bothers me, it bothers me today, and there's got to be emphasis on stopping the flow of the illegal drugs coming into our country from Mexico, and we've got to encourage, and I'll tell you, you've listened to this, this uh, broadcast today, contact your congressman. Congress ha has the opportunity to support the efforts to secure our borders and hold people accountable for that. Mm -hmm. If we don't do that, how many more people will die in this county, mm -hmm. this state, this nation, this year because of the illegal drugs? Last week, we seized uh, enough fentanyl to take out what, hundred and how many people? 139,000 based people. Uh, based on the DEA uh, figures, about 139,000 people. Now they're only ninety seized from one house. Yeah, they're only ninety seized from one house, one location. They're only ninety-two thousand people in Rockingham County, mm -hmm. but it could have taken out the whole population of Rockingham County and probably Caswell. Mm -hmm. The thing about it is, ladies and gentlemen, is illegal drugs are serious. Uh, they're taking lives. There's things can be done. Not only do we have to work on stopping the flow of drugs into our country and where it's coming from, and putting it back on the cartel and going after these persons. Okay, and building a, a real re, a relationship with Mexico to do something, mm -hmm. but also we got to help people with addiction. In this county, uh, trying to reduce the harm, we've got people that have addiction, and they either don't know about the services, the families don't know about the services, they may not want the services, okay, because addiction takes over you. It's a chemical uh, reaction to your brain, and it mm -hmm. takes takes over your body and what mm -hmm. you think. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people that need help. So if we're going to ever combat this problem, you know, we've got to do this. We got to, we got to, it's a supply and demand. We got to stop get serious it. We got to stop yeah. supply and we, and, and, and we got to reduce the demand. Mm -hmm. If we can do those things in our lifetime, we should be able to get a handle on this. Yeah. But we have got to get serious at the local, state, and federal level. I will say in Rockingham County, we have our opioid task force. We meet regular. We communicate regular about different things we can do and provide, and services provided mm -hmm. to try to help people with addiction. We're working in the jail side with persons with addiction. There was a big conversation about medical assistant treatment in the jails. Mm -hmm. There are grants, I'm gonna to talk to you about that later. Mm -hmm. There are grants that are available to help to do that with people with addiction to try to get them back on track, mm -hmm. okay? Boy, gotta get serious about it. Time to talking is over. We've gotta get serious gotta about get it. Gotta get serious about I don't it. Have to go, I don't have to go to the border uh, next month to say, hey, this is where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Well, the I'm, jail is not, and you've said this several times, the jail is not the place to treat addiction. No. That's not where you treat addiction. If, if you're going to treat people with mental illness and you're going to treat people with addiction, you've got to treat them out You got to treat them out of jail. But when we're in the jail, if we have the resources to get them on that track, mm -hmm. that's what we want to do. Right. So so that's some stuff just that's coming, will be coming down the road here. And so I appreciate everybody's yeah. help. I appreciate every family out there that's having to deal with, with persons with addictions uh, and trying to work through this because it's tough. It's tough on the family members. And eventually, if you don't do something, somebody else will die. Exactly. It's real. Exactly. You, you have to take it seriously. Let's talk, uh, you know, you brought up some grant funding. Uh, I actually had some numbers here on the grant funding that we've received over the past year here for various projects. Um, and I'm pretty proud of this, so let's uh, let's talk about it right quick here. Uh, 
we have applied for and received a $25,000 grant for the Internet Crimes Against Children. That was from the Governor's Crime Commission. Detective, yes. yes uh, and that will go for equipment to fight Internet Crimes People Against Children. People are trying children, to attach their children to solicit on the Internet. Children. They're exactly. using the Internet to facilitate their ability exactly. to commit a crime. Yes. We've received an $85,000 grant for COVID medication in the local jail here. Okay. Um, and that's for obviously you know things that would combat equipment supplies yeah anything to help reduce uh COVID exactly. in a jail setting we received eighty five thousand dollars to put uh aeds in uh, that's, each of the that, that's an automatic uh defib d defibrillators yeah. defibrillators yeah we put those in 40 of our cars uh we also we also bought stop sticks for every one of the cars, the mm, 40 cars. Mm. But, but, the, but the key thing is it's the AED system. We, we go on so many cardiac calls working with our paramedics. And you know, a lot of times people that are using drugs, they go into cardiac. Yeah, exactly, know, exactly. Situation. And so, these machines are kind of, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, idiot proof. Uh, you know, you well, just, it'll all, tell you exactly what to, you do. what to do. It talks you through. Well, the I'm machine a, talks you well, through how to use it. I'll tell you so, why, why I know how simple it is. Mm -hmm. It's because I just went through CPR certification and AED system. Right. So, uh, so I, I'm up on the current. I mm -hmm. uh, know how to use it. Uh, we're using Narcan uh, for persons uh, with suspected addiction that's overdosed. Mm -hmm. And also, we have the AED systems. We're supposed to be putting a decal on board on the back side of the uh, cars that say AED on board mm -hmm. to let any other first responders know that we have an AED system on board because they can save lives. Oh yeah, yeah. Every and it's, the technology counts. is just amazing. Oh, yeah. it is. Uh, so, so we got that. We got to go. That's eighty-five thousand dollars grant from from the legislature. We also got a grant for twenty-four thousand five hundred, and we and we purchased. Uh, the FLIR night vision devices, handheld night vision devices. Which I understand they used one last, last night. Last night, I was talking, uh, last night about two in the morning, I was talking to one of my uh, one of my lieutenants, and I said, uh, you got FLIR? He said, yeah, we got it, we're, out, we're on board. They found a guy. Mm -hmm. Out in the woods. Handheld FLIR. In the dark. That's yeah. it. Tech, and what that is, is it's it's uh, infrared. It's, it's basically. For those that don't know, it's, it's infrared. It's, it reads infrared, it's a camera, it reads heat. Yeah. And, uh, and if you're out there in the woods anywhere, uh, it can use a picky out pretty quick. Yep, so that was good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that that was used successfully. Um, and we got another $25,000 for 10 bulletproof vests for our deputies, four gas masks with built-in communication systems for our special response team. That's much needed um, for them. And uh, 10 Apple iPads for our detectives to help <coughs> them out mm -hmm. as they, uh, in the course and of do their work exactly. in the field make or their, in the office. Make their jobs a little bit easier. So uh, we have gotten some grant money this year. We've done pretty well. And uh, there's more, and there's, there's more, more grant money. And we'll talk right. about it after the show. That's right. So, uh, you know, there, there are alternatives available, and we like to do that whenever we can as far as uh, supplementing what we can. Well, you know, you know, I've told you in the past that, you know, when we seize money from the, from the criminal element mm -hmm. under asset forfeiture, mm -hmm. we use those monies for training, equipment, and technology. And I think... Uh, 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 within the past probably two years, uh, going back 20-some years, we spent about one point, I think it was $1.7 million of seized money over that period of time to pay for equipment, training, and technology that otherwise the taxpayers would have had to pay. That's bad so, guy money. Yeah, bad guy bag, money. Get bad so, guy I, money. I, so I use the bad guy money to help us. But these grants right here come from the state, mm -hmm. and, and you are my primary grant writer, and you do a great job, and I just like to commend him. He, he does a great job. And, well, thank uh, you, thank you. And, and we appreciate you. I want you to continue writing some of these grants. <laughs> but now, but now we, do have, we do have some recent retirees. We will be doing some processes. We'll be doing some uh, 
some uh, uh, ceremonies for our promotional ceremonies. Promotion, yeah. And also we'll be re recognizing our retirees at the county commission meetings mm -hmm. coming up. But Captain Mark Kennan with the detective division, Mark was, was with us for several years, mm -hmm. and Mark uh, just recently retired, Lieutenant Tim Newman uh, with the patrol division. And Tim worked with our community policing uh, effort. When I first came in, he worked in the jail. Right. And, and later as a lieutenant on the patrol division. Um, Sergeant Shane Woodall, uh, school resource officer. Shane had worked with a school resource officer position most of his career. Yeah, yeah. And, and most of it at, at Michael High School. I know they're going to miss him. Exactly. <coughs> now, now we we will. I'm going to go ahead and congratulate because this will be out by the time. And then. We'll, oh yeah! By the time we do yeah. this, uh, we'll, we'll have the. So, so Roy, you getting this? You getting this fresh here? Yeah. This, this is Ralph's press. Captain Gray Smith will be moving to the to the CID division, investigative division. Captain Shane Bullins will be moving from the jail side to the patrol division. Uh, Wendell Brown will be promoted to from lieutenant to captain at the detention facility. Uh, Tom Quasi will be going up from sergeant to lieutenant uh, with the detention facility. Steve Perkins, he's going up, has already gone up from sergeant to lieutenant with the patrol division. Uh, B.J. Petty, corporal, he'll be going to sergeant, patrol division. Peyton Smith uh, will be going up to the sergeant with the detective division. And Matt Moore will be uh, promoted to sergeant uh, at, from, with school resource officers. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. We're hoping this year, and I've asked the commissioners, and I think everybody's pretty much followed this, is I'd like to see a school resource officer in every school. That is the best way to protect our kids, our children, and make those schools safe. Put that officer, put that car out there, and let people know if you're a bad guy and you have the idea. Great deterrent. Yeah. You, you, first of all, you're going to realize is you got an armed officer you got to deal with, and he's going to protect our children and our mm -hmm. teachers. I know you've schools. been talking to the school board as well. Abs yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. and, and, and also, in August, we'll be meeting with the uh, school safety uh, representatives, and we'll be doing our uh, training and, and educational piece for all the sheriffs, chiefs, and all the persons, SROs that tie in with school safety and the personnel and the principals. Right. So we've got a great, to the parents out here, there's a great relationship between law enforcement and our school system and working with our principals and our superintendent. And we look forward to continue uh, doing good and continue to improve on the safety of our schools. Absolutely. Um, before we end the show, I would like to say, uh, remind everybody that we have the Fans for the Elderly program going mm -hmm. on. That's where you can donate a fan or however many you want to. They've got to be new in a box. Um, and we give those to our uh, seniors who are in need, don't uh, necessarily have air conditioning or the ways to pay for, um, you know, the, the income to pay for air conditioning. So we give out those fans through the Adult Protective Services Department of the Department of Social Services. Um, I will say that we have done well. But, uh, but we generally, we have more demand than we have fans. Usually as quick as they're coming in, they're going out. So what are you saying today is if you've got a new UL-approved fan and you'd like to donate it for Fans for the Elderly program, come by the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. We're open 24-7. Exactly. We right. don't ever close. And, and if you can't get down here, if you'll call, we'll make arrangements for the deputy but, but working call in the your area. Call the non-emergency number, 336-634-634. Mm -hmm. 3232 Rockingham County Sheriff's Office. If you'll call that number, if you can't get it over here, you call us, we'll pick them up. A lot of the stores around here too, they've been great uh, people or groups have been going in and they'll buy a certain number of fans and they'll just call us and let yeah. us know and we'll have a truck go and pick them up mm -hmm. there to store. Now, a lot of times they'll give them a discount because they know what it's for. We've had private individuals, so, we've had businesses, our volunteer churches, fire departments, our fire departments, community watch groups. Community watch groups. 
we appreciate it. We'll be doing this through through August. Through the end of August. Through the end of August. So if you'd like to help out with the Rockingham County Sheriff's Office Fans for the Elderly Program, please call us and let us know if you want us to pick it up, your fans, or if you want to come by anytime, 24-7. We're even open after midnight. If you want to come by, <laughs> just bring it by. Our staff duty officer will take those. And again, we'll make sure that the, uh, we get those to the DSS, Department of Social Services, so they can get those fans for people that there are citizens that need those, particularly our seniors. Exactly, exactly. Um, and in closing, I want to talk about our community watch groups right quick. They are back in full swing. Kevin, you're in charge of our community we, watch group. We kind of had to uh, scale back our meetings because of COVID over the past few years, but uh, we are back in full effect now, uh, you know, meeting regularly. We've got a lot of groups. We've got over 30 groups that meet regularly. If you're interested in forming a community watch group, who do they contact? They would contact me. Just call at the sheriff's <coughs> office, six three that, that number, 336-634-3232. It is the best way to deter crime in your neighborhood, in your area. And what we ask you to do is essentially be an extra set of eyes and ears for us so that we can uh, preempt crime before it occurs and be proactive instead of reactive after a crime occurs. So Two things before we go, lock your doors, even at your house at night. Lock Just get into that habit. At night or during the daytime, lock your doors, get your valuables out of your car, mm -hmm. and also check on our senior citizens. If you've got a family member or a relative that's a senior, please give them a call. Every day makes a big difference. And our pets. Don't forget our oh, yeah. family with, members. With the, with the weather we've got going on right now. It is now, hot. Yeah, it, it is, is hot. hot. Make sure that they have food, water, and shelter. Absolutely. Well, again, we thank you for tuning in to our July uh, session of Sheriff Spotlight. We hope to see you again next month right here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.